0: Welcome to Not Another Mummy Podcast. I'm Alison Perry and you're listening to episode 20. Welcome to the first episode of 2018. Happy New Year! This episode was actually recorded a couple of months ago when I was in Orlando, Florida. But I wanted to put it out now because I know it's a time of year when lots of people are thinking about booking holidays and trips. So my guest on this episode is Katie Ellison, who is a bit of an expert when it comes to family travel. As well as being a mum of three, Katie has been blogging at Mummy Daddy Me for nearly seven years, Um, and Family Traveller magazine named her the top family travel blogger as well as countless other awards and accolades that have been put Katie's way. Now Katie just happened to be in Orlando at the same time as me so I grabbed the opportunity to chat to her. Uh, I wanted to get some tips on family travel destinations, uh, tips on traveling with small children and also just find out what she'd been up to while she was in Orlando so I hope you enjoy this. Welcome Katie Ellison to the podcast. Hello, thanks for having me. So for anyone who doesn't know Katie, she is a blogger, a parenting blogger, and you do a lot of family travel. I do. Which is why I have asked you to come on as my guest today to talk about family
1: travel. Um, (laughs) So introduce yourself, anyone who doesn't know you, Katie. So my name is Katie, and I have three children who are six four and one and I write a multi award winning, I always have to say that, multi Multi award winning parenting (laughs) blog. I also have a YouTube channel and all my other social media like everybody does and I have over the years sort of changed to quite a focus on family travel. My blog sort of found its niche, and whereas before, well, I still do write about everything, it's sort of gone towards a family travel kind of niche now. Yeah. Love travelling with them. Yeah, you, you you travel lots with them, don't we you? We do, yeah. People think we're mad, because obviously we've got three of them, they're all quite young, and so people often think, I get so many people say, oh, you know, you travel a lot, like, I don't know how you do it, and asking for tips and things, because I think sometimes when you've got young children, it's not the norm. You know, you think you're resigned to staying in the UK or not going far or... I think that's what's so
0: lovely about what you do, whether it's on your blog or your YouTube channel or your social media, is you're actually showing people that it's possible to still travel abroad
1: and still do those dream holidays, even with three kids in tow. Definitely. I I think it's quite daunting the first time. I remember the first time we took my eldest away and she was just, I think she was just under two and we were so nervous, you know, we were googling like how to fly with a a toddler, like what to do, like we packed more snacks than you could imagine to try and keep her entertained. We were only going to Mallorca, so it's like less than two hours, but we were just so nervous and I think it comes with practice and I think now, I mean, I'm still not like the best flyer, but it doesn't phase us anymore. I think it's kind of like one of those things that you become more accustomed to, but you can understand why it's daunting to... It is so daunting. I mean, I, it took us, I think... I think my daughter was nearly
0: two by the time we actually flew with her. Mm. We'd flown with her up to Scotland. So, like, yeah, this so one hour, hour yeah. like hardly... Really short flight. But in terms of actually going on holiday, it really took us ages mm. to build up to it. In my head, it was this huge, insurmountable,
1: you know, feat. But that's why the kind of, you know, if you Google, like, what to do when travelling with kids or what to take on an aeroplane with children, I mean... Like, and on YouTube, those videos have had millions of hits because I think it's something that all parents you know it's scary being yeah. in a confined space with a child and you're not prepared for it and
0: also just thinking about the number of the amount of things that you even have to take for a day out with a baby exactly. never mind going on
1: a holiday exactly. with that baby yeah
0: you just I think how does this work and like the whole kind of like you know um taking your car seats on a flight or you know and knowing buggy. what to pack
1: on a flight like yeah. I didn't realize like most airlines will let you have a bag for the baby but it you know, it's hard to find that information. So it was, along with your hand luggage, you can generally have a bag for the baby and you can take your pushchair on. And the whole or liquid thing as well. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, taking formula or exactly. breast milk or, or any of that stuff cow-pulls. for babies. Yeah, you know, it is one of those things where... It is daunting if you haven't done it before. It totally
0: is. Um, so I should explain, we are currently uh, sitting in um, a very lovely villa yes. in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Which Not is the random. normal, is it? It's a
1: very glamorous podcast location. So we're kind of on location doing this podcast. I know, it's um, cool. We feel like proper, what's the word, like, on wish the... you were here. Like...
0: Yeah. <laughs> Back to Judith Chalmers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you Judith Chalmers. You're quite tanned, you can be Judith. Yeah, good. <laughs> um but yeah um so we're in orlando we haven't come away together right but what a coincidence massive coincidence so this podcast is being brought to you in conjunction with universal orlando who have flown me and my family out to orlando for the week um, and it just so happens that you, Katie, you're out here with another brand. You're yes. out here with Visit Orlando, yes, aren't you? Are. Yes, we um, So I really wanted to take the opportunity to get you on the podcast mm. and pick your brain on family travel because as much as I feel like I'm a bit of an expert on family travel, yeah, you really I think, know your onions. No, I
1: think that... Um you're an expert
0: as well. So while you've been here in Orlando, what kind of things have you, have you been doing? Because you, you went to
1: the Volcano Bay water park. Yeah, we absolutely loved that. So that's quite new. I think it's only been open in the last couple of months, hasn't it? I so think, yeah, this year it opened, yeah. That's Universal's new water park, and it was absolutely brilliant. We had a really, really great day there. We met up there that day, we didn't did. we? We did, yeah. It's just... I've never been anywhere like it in terms of a water park. It's just a bit different. They've got all sorts of... You know, it's obviously... A lot of these places have been open a long time and then when they open a new one they've mm. taken all the best bits of all the other ones and combined them together so it was really it almost felt I think that's actually how they're trying to portray it but it's it's like a water theme park yeah it really felt like that didn't yeah, it yeah it did it did feel it didn't feel just like you know going to your hotel pool and and sitting there it was a real kind of experience wasn't it and they
0: had that really cool wristband thing called tapu tapu didn't yes. they where, yeah. um you know unlike other water parks where you've just got you know queues that might take you 30 40 Mm. 50 minutes and you're just standing in a queue for ages getting cold yeah getting freezing even in florida it was quite cool yeah it it was um you you have these wristbands called tapu tapu where you
1: kind of tap it on the the bottom of the ride and it tells you when to come back it's really clever so it's similar to like the fast pass system at disney but it's just a bit different in the fact that the the watches have screens, and mm. so you can see exactly when you're due back, and it vibrates to let you know when it's time to go back. But weirdly, I had about three or four people on Instagram ask me where my watch was from. Oh, really? So they're obviously quite trendy. As That's well. so funny. Yeah, I had a couple of <laughs> messages saying, "Where's your watch from?" So, if you're listening, so unfortunately, I can't
0: keep it. <laughs> if you're listening, Volcano Beer, you guys need <laughs> yeah, to, you was, to market them. Yeah, sell those watches in the gift shop. <laughs> yeah, really. they were nice color. <laughs> um, so, what else have you guys been doing while you've been over here?
1: We've been doing all sorts of things. We've had quite a few kind of days. of... Of relaxing in between the mayhem so we've done Disney we've done International Drive which is great that's like quite a tourist area in Orlando but it's got all sorts of different things so my girls went indoor skydiving and they we went bowling so I think Orlando you come to Orlando and of course you think of the big theme parks but then there are lots of smaller kind of more affordable things that you can do that are just as fun as well but I think as well one tip for traveling with kids is that you do need to plan especially somewhere like Orlando where it is so full-on I think it's good to say for example you're going to go to Universal it's good to kind of maybe say like let's do a day at Universal then let's do a day by the pool and then let's do the other park at Universal rather than constant constant because especially with young children or even me I don't know about you I am so tired yes (laughs) it's just crazy yeah so I think it's really good to kind of Plants some downtime so we've been doing really busy stuff but then we've also been like today we've been chilling by the pool and that's so nice and yeah. they enjoy that just as much as doing the big crazy they stuff do, too. Don't they?
0: And I think that's really important to remember is that you know it's all well and good booking the big theme park tickets. Yes. That's I mean great. you don't
1: come to Orlando to stay it's not a beach holiday no. you don't come to sit by the pool the entire time but it is young children especially and, and older children like they'll thrive and they'll have just as much fun so you don't have to feel I think. People, especially with Orlando, they get really concerned about, like, the price and how much it's going to mm. cost. And I think you could come to Orlando and you could spend an absolute fortune. And you could come to Orlando and spend... Less. Yeah, less, less because yeah. you can, you know, really pick and choose what you want to do. Yeah, you've been doing things like bowling and yes. indoor skydiving yeah. Yeah. and uh, miniature golf. Yes, like mini golf, all those kind yeah. of things. And and they love them just as much, you know, and it's, it's kind of good to experience all all different things while you're here as yeah, well. Yeah, International Drive is a
0: really cool area actually. I mean, I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, but when I was a teenager I came here with my parents and we'd always stay in like quite a budget motel. Yeah, yeah. I think we
1: see like the quality in yeah, or something like that. And that's that. the thing. And we stayed there on the first night actually and that's the thing again, you think that you need to come to Orlando and it be you know, really expensive, but you can make it exactly what you want it to be. I mean like, it, is say, yeah, it is an expensive holiday. Let's course. be clear. It's, yeah it, of course you know it's not it's not a budget holiday but you know like, you know if if it's your holiday of a lifetime, you know, you can do it, but it doesn't have to be a Ridiculous You know, about. credit card inducing, you know, you can, it's obviously it's expensive, but it doesn't mm. have to be, you know, there are things like, I saw so many people going around um, the parks with like little plastic bags with sandwiches yeah. in and things like there's yeah. so many different things you can do to not make it ridiculous, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah
0: I think that's really good so let's talk family travel tips Katie Um, what are the things that you ta- always take away with you so what are the things that you um, you know in terms of like, entertaining your
1: kids on long journeys well I'll always take the electronic babysitter so the iPad you could <laughs> I think like if the iPad suddenly ran out of battery mid flight I would pan- <laughs> Yeah, especially you know short haul flights when there's no the screens on the back yeah. and things. Um, I'll always take Things like on board, so um, if we're travelling at night on a flight, I'll always take their pyjamas to get them kind of thinking that it's bedtime, That's good, yeah. I'll always take their big cuddly toy, you know, their main cuddly toy as well, just so they feel comforted, mm. we also, things like we've got our girls both like a blanket each that we take on a flight, I know some airlines will give you a blanket, but I think it's nice to feel comforted by home a little bit yeah i'll always pack things like cowpole that's always a must although i didn't actually on the flight out here and one of the air hostesses had some so she gave us some so that was quite nice was Um, that virgin you flew yeah virgin they were great Um, yeah because my little boy i say that i'm an experienced traveler like if that had been my first flight this flight over i don't think i'd have ever flown again was it bad it was bad he was um he was interesting he's at an interesting age because he's 18 months and at that age my girl's could have sat and watched like an iPad or been entertained by a phone or a TV screen for a little bit of time he's not interested in the slightest Amazing. and he just didn't know what he wanted to do he didn't know whether he wanted to get up down and it was a bit of a nightmare yeah, yeah so that was that was fun <laughs> So what did you do to entertain him? Like, what, did you have to just at have toys? Point, or? Um, at one point, we'd, like he doesn't seem to play with toys on planes. Like we've, In the past, we've packed him a few different toys. Snacks is obviously a big one. Mm. And what I found as well, which is a bit of a weird thing to do, is putting snacks into those kind of little like jiffy bags, little plastic bags. Oh, like, a, like a little ziplock Yeah, a little bag because mm. he seems to quite firstly it's quite good for going through security because they can see exactly what it is mm. and secondly I think it's really good because he likes to like picked out the raisins and that's actually a bit of a game in itself raisins and cheerios they're really good it's amazing what you can turn into a game yes. i remember
0: when uh, my little girl was a toddler stickers was yeah I, yep. I, I would we'd be on a flight and i would just take a bunch of stickers yep. and she would just sit putting them on the seat in front of her yep. and then pulling them off yeah and
1: putting them on my face yeah and it's like hours just, of entertainment yes. yeah we will always pile um for flights we will always pack a coloring book with just some cheap crayons and a sticker book I always get them off eBay they're really really cheap and that like literally would a sticker book a colouring book and the iPad and they're sorted for however long yeah Yeah. Uh,
0: so in terms of locations destinations what have been your top ones or your top destinations
1: for taking the kids um well Orlando is probably the number one just because I think there's stuff there for the whole family but I think kids are really adaptable wherever you go you can always find we've been um we did one real big highlight was we did a California road trip Mm -hmm. so we went around California for almost three weeks that was amazing but I think there's lots of short haul destinations that we've loved as well so Amsterdam is amazing like you wouldn't think that that's particularly kid friendly but it's amazing with kids like dutch people are so friendly towards children as well like really you know you think in the uk we're quite relaxed towards kids but the dutch are like ridiculous like it's really really kind of kid friendly and you know we've done just as lovely places gone down to cornwall in the Mm. uk so you don't have to always go far you know some of our favorite holidays have been very very near to home. It's funny, isn't it? Because we did um we've done a couple of kind of like static
0: home like static yes, caravan yeah. holidays. And those are the ones I remember from being a kid. Yes, yeah. And we we we've done some, you know, with our daughter. We did one in Cornwall, we yeah. did one actually um in Holland, so near yeah. Amsterdam. Mm and you know those are the ones that even though it's not you're not in the lap of luxury and it's
1: really affordable yeah and it's kind of fun one of my most favourite memories we didn't really go abroad when I was younger like at all we used to go down to Cornwall a lot and I have such amazing memories of that but we did go abroad once and we went to the south of France and stayed in a like caravan Mm. and I had the time of my life like I still remember it to this day like how amazing it was so again you don't have to do all the kind of Bells and whistles and things, yeah. you know, the big big trips. They're just as happy doing. You know, you can make fun wherever you go, can't you? Really? Definitely, definitely. Um. So, what's on your what's on your list? Where do you want to go next? Oh, I don't know. I have such a big list that I kind of all always have different things. My ever since I was kind of young, my number one destination. It was actually Orlando, but you know, um, I know I'd come back to Orlando year after year, but I. The number one destination that I would like to go to still, and since I was little, is Japan.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why.
1: I've just always wanted to go to Japan. So, like Tokyo? Yeah, Tokyo, but then kind of travel around. Mm. Yeah, I'd love, love to go to Japan. And then also, another one is the Maldives. I've kind of, I've always wanted to go to the Maldives as well, but there's so many. I would go anywhere literally anywhere and I think you could go anywhere with children and make it fun as well so would you take kids to Japan yeah
0: yeah no I would do. yeah I don't know there's something about going to Japan like
1: just the whole the language thing I think um yeah I think kind of my me. husband so thinks it would be quite scary because but I think then that's half the fun because it is such a different cultural experience for them isn't it you have know? you been east much because I know you've, you've kind of gone west a fair no, amount I've been to Dubai if you cast. It's not really very far. I've, I've been before kids. I've been to Thailand. Mm. Um, but no, I haven't really been that far. I
0: often think that, that people, uh, maybe this is just me making it mm. up. In my head, I feel like people are naturally either drawn west or drawn yes, east. Yes,
1: I do agree. And yeah, no, I mean, I've yes, like I said, I've been to Thailand before children. Dubai with kids. But that's the furthest East. we've gone. Yeah, 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 It's interesting, isn't
0: it? Yeah, we did, Um, you know, before kids. I say kids, like we've got more than one. Before motherhood, <laughs> we did Um, Langkawi and we did Hong Kong. Oh, wow. Um, But that's all we've done. East. Yeah, but yeah, that's
1: interesting, isn't it? It's really
0: weird, but there's something about America and American yeah, culture. I love America. Maybe I'm just a product of growing up watching Dynasty and Saved by the yeah, Bell. Yeah, no,
1: I think I'm the same. But, you know, I'm, I'm always drawn to that kind of American culture. And, and also, again, on our honeymoon as well, like we did you know we could have done like I said I've always wanted to go to the Maldives but we did we went to Mexico so we came mm, this way again yeah yeah it's something it's interesting isn't it do you know what I'd love to travel as a family I would love to go to Australia yes we, yeah. did,
0: we did Sydney We on our honeymoon we did um, we did the rainforest up near Cairns mm. Port Douglas we did the Sundays and we did Sydney
1: and the Blue Mountains and I would just love to go back as a family yeah I would love to and I think that flight scares me a little bit but I think it's I think once you're there and I think you'd have to go there for a good amount of time wouldn't you to make it worth it but I think like once you're there it'd be like that's probably John, my husband's like number one place he'd
0: like to go. Mm, that'd be yeah, and um, also I don't know if this is a thing, and I'm going to embarrass myself massively if this has just been completely made up. <laughs> I was talking to you about this earlier, mm. but I feel like somebody told me about a year ago that Richard Branson was inventing part of his whole thing was why. See, I hadn't heard this. Right. So but... part, apparently part of Richard Branson's whole thing as to why he's trying to get um, space travel, mm. like you know, like you know, random customers mm. going up into space so that he can cut flight times massively. This is this is probably just like a, a massive... So, yeah, someone, I don't know.
1: Someone's told me this
0: just to completely wind me up. Apparently, you'll be able to go up into space from London and then back down from space into Sydney and or And how or long over, it take? And it might take like a few hours. No. Compared to however long, like 24 hours it takes now. And that's kind of the commercial reason. I'm a nervous flyer it. as it is. I don't think
1: I could fly into space but to get there. Imagine
0: if you could get to Australia in like. see if it was just like you Know eight hours of travelling rather than 24 hours door to door. Isn't I can imagine amazing? how much money it would be as well. It would be crazy
1: money. A normal flight ticket is expensive. I know, can exactly. you actually imagine. Yeah, I can't even afford a and regular. How would, you would, you be, would you be able to have food? You know, like I don't would know. your food float away? <laughs> I love, tr- tr- I tr- love tr- that that's your main concern, Katie. <laughs> you'd be trying to drink your Diet Coke on the flight and it would be, like, <laughs> what's flying the, away from What's you?
0: the insight menu, guys? I know. That's I, make know, or that's break. a break. No, I love it. <laughs> um, so, what else are you guys up to um, in Orlando for the rest of your trip? What have you got planned?
1: Well, it's nearly... Well, we've got about three days left, so we are still doing, actually, quite relaxing things. We're going to go and hire bikes and go and cycle around a park. And we're going to go to Disney Springs. That's like a really good kind of place where there's lots of entertainment and mm. restaurants and things. And I want to go and get an ice cream from a specific ice cream parlor. Oh, really, what's, what's amazing it's, um, about it? It's one in Disney. Um, it's in one of the resorts. I think it's, the Beach Club Resort and they do I've been there before actually, they do Mickey Sinks. Oh, cool. So they have ice creams in Mickey Sinks, and I really want to do that. Amazing. And I think probably quite a bit of relaxing in the hotel. But well, we had quite a full on first few days mm. um, where we did Disney, we did Volcano Bay, and I think it'll be nice to yeah. have a bit more downtime. Yeah, we're ending our trip with a bit of downtime because we had uh, four crazy busy days doing Universal. I loved Universal. I still haven't we went to Universal, so we've done volcano bay and then we went to universal last year and we did the two parks in one day and i feel like we only just scratched the surface of Mm. what we could do like i'd love to go back and experience more of it because yeah it was literally just you know yeah just a taster it was actually really interesting
0: because the last time that i came to universal studios islands of adventure their second theme park wasn't open yet but um It's, like, a completely different theme park now. Mm. That was, like, 20 years ago, last Mm. time I came here. And it is, like, a completely different theme park. So It's really interesting for me Mm. to see what it's like. The Harry Potter, the wizarding... Is it the wizarding... Wizarding world of Harry Potter Mm.
1: was just incredible. Did you guys do that last year? Yeah, well, we didn't go... We wanted to go on the... The, is it the Hogwarts Express yes. that takes you to the other part but unfortunately that wasn't working when oh, we no. went. Yes, so we did the di- is it Diagon Diagon Alley. Yeah. And my eldest Maddie had a wand, an interactive wand. Mm. And oh my goodness, she absolutely loved it. So she kept playing with this and it you can cast spells and go magic, along and it unlocks it? stuff. Yeah. So she was in her element with that. She still talks about that now. And yeah, it was brilliant, and just it's so themed. And we had a butterbeer, did you have one of those? I didn't, I've had one of I've been to the um, the Harry Potter studio tour in mm. north of London, and I had a butterbeer there. It's then. delicious, and it's funnily so enough, obviously we did Volcano Bay, but we haven't done Universal this time, and John and I were sitting the other day at the pool, and he was like, you know what I'd really like now? butter Butterbeer. No. I, like, I don't think you can buy them in the shops, John. Well, I wonder why they should totally they're do really, that. Like, even now, thinking about it, they're really good. Because it's kind of butterscotchy. Yeah, isn't they're it? so... Like, when, um, when we had one, we just got one to share between the four of us. And Lofty, my well should have been three then. She sort of looked, because it doesn't look the tastiest, it's like brown. Yeah. And um she looked at it thinking, mm, she didn't want to try it. And then as soon as she tried it, you couldn't get it off her. Oh, really? Did you yeah, like it? Was it was really, yeah, so good. Really distinct taste. You couldn't imagine yeah. what it would be, what it would be like. But yeah, we loved the Harry Potter. I also went, I know you didn't go on this one, but we went on um, the Hulk ride. Oh, that, oh, that, looked, that was incredible. Terrifying. That is the I see I'm quite a theme you're, park geek I a love, coaster fan yeah I'm a coaster fan I actually saw this um, group when we were at Disney with these t-shirts on saying we're coaster friends and they're obviously like a group that get together and go and ride theme really? park. really I was oh. like I want to be
0: part of that John was like, I love no, that no, no. The, the whole theme t-shirt thing is big over yeah, here isn't really it big, yeah really big I was kind of a bit gutted that I forgot that that was a thing because yeah. I have totally had like Perry yeah. Perry
1: family 2017 yeah. on tour yeah. on tour you um, know. but yeah no the Hulk was the scariest ride I've it ever been on. It looked terrifying. It's so intense. And it's the fact well. that
0: when the when the roller when, when the roller coaster kind of like spits you out into yeah. the open air,
1: it's got this horrible kind of like rawr yeah, noise. It does. That's quite good. Yeah, thanks. that was quite a good impression. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it's re- it was the most intense ride I've ever been on. But yeah, I love I love a good scary ride, which is funny because I'm a complete wimp. In real life, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I just love the scary ride. And I'm on the opposite, cause I'm quite tough. Yeah, but you, there's you no don't way. I'm I mean, going I to on a roller coaster.
0: No way. Um, so yeah, so listen, um I've got a few quick fire questions okay. for you, Katie. Um you can only take three things with you on a family trip. It's a bit of like a desert island district. Okay. And what would they be? So, not the, obviously not my
1: family. They're coming they, anyway. They're coming. Because we'll, we'll we'll otherwise let them I'd them. have to leave one at home. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. going to be? <laughs> Actually, no. I wouldn't want to travel with three kids on my own. <laughs> um, I would take my camera. My, it's really, like, a cliche to say my camera and my phone, isn't it? What about some, some clean knickers? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Just the one K- Bikini, cam? Well, not bikini. Oh, no. A swimming costume. A camera and... F- Oh, maybe yeah. Maybe my phone or a guidebook or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's the thing,
1: though, isn't it? You don't really need guidebooks these no, days. No, although I did buy one the first time we came out to Orlando just because. I'm still one of these people, like, you know how everyone has their diaries on their phone? Yeah. I still like having a good old-fashioned diary. Do you? Yeah, I love a good diary, and I love to plan, and I've got, like, a little travel journal I write in and put, like, all ideas on. Yeah. And I still, like, certain places that we'll go to, like, again, California, I've got a guidebook. I just love a good guidebook yeah. to read. Which is silly, because on your phone you can probably find way more information. I wonder if it's a
0: nostalgic thing, because I've got real strong memories as a child of, like, my parents... Walking around with a guidebook. So when I yes. came to Orlando yeah. as a child, when I was a kid, um, my mum had like this um, this massively thick Orlando mm. um guidebook, and it had all of the restaurants yes. in all the, the parks. Yeah, and it was rated. Yeah, and it told you yeah. Like, how much they were. Yeah, you have you had to book in advance and all that kind of stuff. So maybe it's like a nostalgic yeah. thing. Yeah, i still like got it. them
1: all in the garage from. I mean, like I said, I didn't really until I was about eighteen. I didn't really travel much at all. But then. It's just something that's always been like a passion of mine since I turned eighteen and sort of had my own money and mm. things. And um, I've still got all my rough guides and they in like you know from when we travelled around Thailand and yeah yeah travelled around America a bit and things and they're all in the garage. Never look at them obviously, and they're really probably out of date now. But... Yeah, that is the thing, isn't it? Is at least with the internet, it's constantly updated. So you Actually, get... a little insider tip is when you're in orlando to download so i've got the visit orlando app which kind of gives you planning and tips the universal app and mm. the disney app and all of them are absolutely amazing for like getting you know you just don't like they're just brilliant you've you've got them yeah the yeah world. they're so good because when you're in the theme parks it tells you the waiting yeah time it shows you rides. like it gives you directions to the restaurants. Mm. like when you're in the theme park it give, gives you kind of yeah, it's just brilliant. So and then you can also pay for both all your stuff if you link a credit card to it, you can pay for Yeah. So like again with the Tapu Tapu and again with the fast um with the magic bands from Disney you can obviously pay yeah. Pay for everything so you don't have to carry cash around. So it's really good. It's really handy. Yeah. Um
0: now listen, Katie. I always ask my podcast guests to tell me their most embarrassing parenting moments. Right. Um I'm gonna ask you a slightly different question. Am okay. And I, I think I know the answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um so what's been your most embarrassing travel parenting moment
1: Right, okay. Well I can give you two from this holiday. <laughs> One you know because you were there. I witnessed it. Oh my goodness. So we were in Volcano Bay the other day. And thank God it didn't happen in the pool, because <gasps> I've since heard that they make everybody shut the pools. Yeah. But my little boy, Wren, um, basically we walked into the pool because I wanted to take a picture. I realised I had a really bad blogger, I hadn't taken that many pictures that day. So I asked John to take a picture of me and Ren in the pool. And you know, as you, baby poos have got a real aroma, haven't they? They do. And I sort of... As we, as we was taking the picture, because Ren wasn't looking, so obviously, we, of course, so obviously we had to take about 100 photos because he just wasn't looking at the camera whatsoever. And um, I could smell this, and I thought, maybe he's just got wind, because we have all indulged on far too many ice creams and pizzas, even him. And then I thought, mm. And then we went back, and you were there, weren't we? We went back towards the sunbed, and by this point you were there. I was looking at you, and I was thinking, what is that and all over yeah. suit And so John went, what's all that all over you? And I looked down, and I was covered. <laughs> in poo oh, covered in it it and, was on oh, your, your skin yeah, on your I swimming had, like a, kind of a swimming costume that had like a cutout bit in it and it was everywhere oh my god it was disgusting <laughs> and the stupid thing was he didn't have any on him because it's those mm. swim nappies they're not very so he hadn't actually I think it must have just leaked through the side yeah just slid so he was out. fine and his nappy was fine It's just slid out all over me and then the other one was we I've got a bit of an obsession with bath and body works candles do you know those mm. and um We went in there to buy some in the mall and Lottie, they were smelling them and I kept saying them to them over and over again, be careful, be careful. And then Lottie decides to pick one up and then balance it on another one and both fell off and smashed onto the floor. But it was oh. the loudest smash. And she was so upset and oh. embarrassed that she started crying. So then you have the children crying. You've got them. everyone else staring at you. And it was just like, oh, so that's my other one. But it wasn't as bad as the poop. <laughs> did, they make the, did they make you pee? No, oh, she good. was really nice. She was like, you wouldn't believe how much this happened. Like, oh. don't worry about it. Just don't step in it and she was really nice but still embarrassing isn't it very embarrassing Mm -hmm. well listen
0: Katie thank you very much for being my
1: guest today it's been so good to talk Mm -hmm. to you and get your tips on family travel
0: um, we are now about to head out for dinner, aren't we? we? are. We're going to go to Planet Hollywood. Which I'm very excited about. Yes. I've been to the one in London, but not the one here. I've heard that the food in the Orlando Planet Hollywood is amazing. I so.
1: think it's just reopened, so I think it's oh. all been done out new. Okay. So And apparently, yeah, it's amazing, so, so that'll be really good. And Disney Springs. Another Disney Springs tip is go and get a Sprinkles cupcake. Yes.
0: Oh, they've got a cupcake yeah. ATM, yeah. haven't Yeah, like, so
1: you can get it 24 hours a day. It's literally like a cash machine, and you just put your card in, and you get out lovely
0: well let's go let's go yeah. massive thank you for listening as always I hope this has given you a bit of inspiration whether you're planning schools at Orlando or stay a bit closer to home uh, hopefully you've got some useful tips um, so yeah please do subscribe over on iTunes and I will catch up with you next time